0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk and Xbox Podcast episode number sixty-seven. I'm your host Kevin, aka the Muffin Man, and today I'm joined by almost a full panel. We unfortunately Tom had to drop out last minute, but still got a good good set of guys here. So we're joined by the future of esports himself, Amon. How's your uh, Street Fighter career going,
1: bro? Street Fighter Street Fighter's going great. I got like seven seven games in, one win, six losses. Smoothly mm-hmm. so far. Injustice though. I, I'm gonna talk more about that later.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Uh joining Aman is the double A man himself, Garrett. Uh I know you, you broke your headset or something right before the show. That's why we're five minutes late. But uh what's what's going on, buddy?
2: Well, I made it back in time, ran over <laughs> to the local store, picked up a new set, but uh, I'm doing pretty good, everything is said.
0: Good to hear it. Uh, and the man without a nickname, still, I'll, I'll get one eventually. Uh, Ethan, how you doing?
3: I'm doing fantastic. Garrett, that is some dedication to run to the store to get a headset for this podcast. Thank you, thank you.
0: Now, when you say, <laughs> I'll run. I'll
3: appreciate you. When you say I, run,
2: I,
0: you better. I have mean, been like hobble
2: running. over to my truck, go 160 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. through a small little mountain town, blow a red, <laughs> blow a red. <laughs> drift into a parking spot. He risked his life said,
3: to get here.
2: Lady, give me some headsets. And then like she she had to go to the back because it's a hardware store. It's a small town.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, guys, I'm glad everyone's doing right. But before we get into the show, we got some housekeeping. So remember, if you like the podcast, we're live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube. Uh, We appreciate, like, share, subscribe to the channel. If you like this kind of content, we're here every week. Uh, If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on all podcast services. And while you're over there, please drop us a review or a rating, whether it be Apple or Spotify. It really does help us grow. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it live on the show. We don't have any this week after two last week, So if you want to get your name read, drop us a review. Patreon shout out! For those that don't know, we have a Patreon, and if you support us at any tier, you get your name read aloud. So thank you to Bucky Blue for supporting our show. Now the housekeeping's out of the way, guys. We're gonna start the podcast, even though it's a it's a big news week here. We start the week every week the same by going around the room asking one simple question, and the question is, "What you playing?" So, Ethan, what you playing? So uh, I've been
3: playing a lot of Nobody Saves the World. Um, I picked that up when it came out, and I'm actually really liking it. Um, The first three hours or so, it was starting to lose me. Um, It was starting to get a little boring and stale. But once you start unlocking some of the mid-tier and end-game forms, uh, it gets a lot more fun, and you can play around with a lot of the different move types. You can put move types on different characters. So I'm having a blast with that. Um, Of course, playing some Halo Infinite, that new uh, Cyberpunk pack. Weekend mm. week event or whatever yeah. came out. Nothing really interests me there, but you you do it to do it. I don't really like attrition. It's really? not really a good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that game. Oh, title. I like it a lot. it's okay. is it just
2: it's... is it just mirrors the visor slightly off? Oh,
3: the, stupid the visor stupid. it looks ridiculous. It, it,
2: like it just something's wrong with it, and they need to take yeah. it
3: back. The only thing I wanted was the pink AR, and I got that on the second tier, so I'm not too worried. um yeah. And then the other thing I've been playing actually today. Uh, is Rainbow Six Extraction. I've been playing that all day before this podcast. Um, It is a lot better than I had thought it would be. Um, I I did not go into it with high hopes. I was like, whatever. It's a Ubisoft project. It's going to be a Ubisoft FPS Mm
1: -hmm. Rainbow
3: Six title like Siege. But it's really fun. Um, They have a really interesting mechanic with the different operators. Um, You can go missing an action with these operators. And then the next mission, you can go and try and save them. Um, and then also they have like health on the operators. So if you leave a match with low health, you can't use them anymore. So it forces you to choose different operators and play around with, uh, the different, um, abilities that different operators have, which is really fun. Um, and then also I was really worried going in online, playing with random people. Um, it's actually pretty good so far. Nobody's been... You know, just running and gunning and ruining mm-hmm. everything for everybody, at least in my experience. I'm sure it's going to happen soon enough, but I'm excited to jump in with some of y'all whenever y'all decide to uh,
0: download it and play with me. But yeah, I'll probably be playing a lot more of that after this podcast. So uh, I just have a question about Nobody Saves the World. Yeah. How far, how, how many hours into it are you? Uh, I think six now, a little over six hours.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, cool, I'm having cool. a blast.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with uh, Mav in the chat, by the way. I love attrition. I, I've always liked this uh, kind of um, what is it? Search and it's kind of like search and destroy where you can like um, revive teammates and stuff. Uh, I enjoy that. I think it's fun. I do think the achievement tied to it is nonsense where you basically have to let your entire team die and then revive all. Yeah, of them that's one, one of the round. things I, I
3: forgot to highlight is with the challenges attached to attrition. Just the nature of the game type, you're not going to get as many kills as you would in a team Slayer match or no. something like that. So your stats are going to be really low each match. Yet they're still asking me to get 20 assists in attrition. Mm-hmm. It's like Jesus Christ, you want me to play this for two and a half hours straight? I I just don't want to do that. So, you know, more issues from progression from Halo Infinite. What's new? <laughs> I'm trying to work through it.
0: Aman, I'm, I'm going to jump to you next. What have you been playing?
1: Oh, I've been playing. You know, Injustice. I've been playing a shit ton of that, and I'm actually doing good at it. I've put in. I played 22 games. I've won 17, and I've lost five. So I'm 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 happy with that. Um, so you know, maybe sometime in the future, esports career. No, okay. Not not too far off. Not too far off. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, I've been playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ooh, good choice. I think. I think the first, I'm loving it, dude. Mass Effect 1 alone, I think it's a masterpiece. It's already in my top three, and I'm halfway through the game. Wow, if you Um, think 1 is a masterpiece,
3: 2 is going to blow your socks off. I know, that's what I've
1: been hearing about too. Can't wait to play it. It's already, like 1, I'm only halfway through, and it's already in my top three. Like, that says it all. And yeah, that's all I've been playing this week. Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Mass Effect.
0: Uh, Did you go Fem Shep or Mail Shep? Mail Shep. Okay. I told you
1: last week, Soldier. And, um,
0: all oh, right, right. Who's your, uh, who's your, who's your romantic interest? Who are you gonna, you know, oh, yeah, Caden,
1: Caden, uh... Caden, or, or Raiden, what?
0: what was that guy's name? Caden, I hate Caden,
1: the worst character <laughs> oh, in the game. How? He's nice. I like
2: Caden. <laughs> oh my god. He's nice. He treats me with respect. I leave Caden... Wait, hold on. I'm not going to say
3: that. That's a spoiler. I don't want to say nothing. Never mind. Oh my... <laughs> I no, I know, you, get, you
1: get to choose between one of them, right? Caden and Ashley? Okay, like... so you do yeah. know. Yeah,
3: Caden, Caden gets left behind every time. So, 100%. Yeah. So <laughs> I had always... uh
0: oh, I should turn this line on. Uh, I had always chose Ashley when I played, but This time when I did the Legendary Edition, I was like, I'm gonna choose Caden and see what happens because I never saw what happens. And man, he's such a wet blanket. Like I know Ashley's a racist, so like, yeah, that's. I I did the same thing. I was like, I don't want
2: to do another three games with racist Ashley again. (laughs) How did Caden? How did I
0: miss that she was a racist? By the way, like growing up, I was like, damn. No, like
1: Ashley's just. I I I didn't like her at all. But Caden sucks. He's so boring.
0: He's better than Ashley, he's not a racist. No, Liara is the right choice in in <laughs> yeah, the first no. game.
2: Liara definitely <laughs> yeah. hands down right choice.
0: And then you know, <laughs> two and three it gets a little you go a bunch of directions. I, I tend to go with Tally, but you know, neither here nor there. Oh,
2: I do Tali uh, tally Garus. Garus once you I'm level him up, especially sure. if you're a biotic, you could just follow him and he does all of your tanking.
0: And Bro, I'm talking about romantic interest. I'm oh, not yeah, talking uh, about romance. <laughs> I'm not talking about my teammates.
1: To Garris, for, uh, for my teammates. I always get a Krogan. For for my teammates, have Garrus and that uh, big boot guy. I forgot his name.
0: Rex. Rex. Yes. Ah. Rex. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. I always go Krogan, but I do I do choose Liara in the in the first one. Uh, that's hilarious you thought I meant squad mates nah man I was talking about <laughs> who, who you going with you know what I'm talking about <laughs> uh, Gary what uh, what have you been playing
2: Um, I played a little bit in Nobody Saves the World I'm only like an hour in Okay. I was just mainly screwing around and mm-hmm. uh, other than that like I know I was going to try to wait for the full release of Grounded but I got sucked right back into that game oh, I'm yeah, going so hard yeah <laughs>
0: What's, uh, what's and, in this new update? I, I saw people talk about it.
2: Uh, like There's 10 new bugs. I'm trying to figure out what the peeper system is. Like It's a later in the game thing, and with each new update, we basically just start a new game and speed run it. So I'm not quite at that content yet, but I could probably tell you guys by next week. But there's 10 new bugs, whatever this creeper or peeper system is that I showed in the chat the other day and uh, a whole bunch of new milk molars something to upgrade like your base stat system Mm -hmm. you could upgrade like i think you start with two perks but by the end of the game you could have five perks on you or you could double your health through like 20 percent increments and uh yeah just a whole bunch of little stuff but it's not quite as big as the haze or the water update it's just bugs and stuff not actually like a whole new biome to explore Okay. So that's a bit of a letdown, but still a lot of new stuff, new things mm-hmm. to kill.
0: That's cool. That's cool. I'm still waiting for the full release. Then I'll yeah. go in and see what's going on in there. Uh, I've played a lot this week, guys. Um, so I beat the Crash Insane Trilogy on Monday when we had the day off. Um, and three is by far the easiest game in in that trilogy, the initial trilogy. Um, it does have some of my least favorite levels, though. Um The motorcycle levels are not enjoyable. I think they were clearly wanted to make crash team racing when they made those levels. So I think three probably has like some of my least favorite levels in the series. I think two is probably the best one. If I had to pick one out of the trilogy, I think two is my favorite, but I made a a video coming next week um, about crash bandicoot, which Apparently is uh, is pretty timely considering the news we got this week about the IP. So it might be a little outdated uh, how I ended that video. But it's already edited and uploaded. So I can't go, I'm not going to go back and change it now. Um, Been playing the Halo Infinite event we talked about. I like Attrition. I think it's a lot of fun. The games I've jumped into apart from that were Game Pass games that dropped this week. One being Dangan Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. And I gotta say, this is probably the best visual novel I've played. Um, I tried I've tried a few in the past. I think this story is absolutely fantastic. I like all the characters uh, except the one I, he's uh, I think he's meant to be annoying. Um, the the I forget his name the uh, the, the big, big guy. yeah, the big. Yeah. The big guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> do not do not enjoy him. I don't think I can finish this game though. Um, I'm a few chapters in. And I'm just losing my will to play it. Um, it's. I think there's. Not, like I understand. They actually give you more gameplay than most visual novels. Which is something that I do like. Um, I think the trials are super fun. And, and that whole mechanic. I th- but like the story was really. was keeping me going. If there was an anime of this. Which there might be. I haven't looked. I'd probably just watch the anime. Like I'd probably just get more out of that. Uh, yeah. I think. Because I don't know. Like the story is really good. It's about a bunch of uh, kids get trapped in a school and then told the only way out is to kill each other. Like I'm sure that's the premise of a bunch of animes, because it sounds pretty Japanese. But I I think it's good if you like visual novels. I have a review coming out for it. Um, But that was one I am glad I tried it. I don't think visual novels are for me though. I think I can firmly say that at this point. Um, and then I've yeah. Have
1: you played Doki Doki Literature Club? Yeah, no, that's, but that's I know experience. I know
0: I know the twist though, so I don't think I can play it. The uh, twist, there are multiple twists. I know the big <laughs> twist at the end of the game. That's a hell so of a game. I think that kind of got uh kind of got spoiled for me. The other game I've been playing is uh nobody saves the world. Um me and my brother have been co-oping this game. We're about six hours in as well, and this game is um this game is my front runner for game of the year right now. Like, I love this game. It, this game is amazing, <laughs> bro. Like, oh, my God. It's so good for an, like a like an indie RPG game. There's so much content here. It, all the dungeons are fun. All the forms are super fun, the way you can customize them with different abilities. And I don't know if you've tried co-op, Ethan, but playing co-op adds a whole new dimension. Like, it's it's way more enjoyable than I think it would be playing by yourself because some of those encounters probably get really hard. And oh, wow. you can level up way faster because you can both like if you both become the same character, you get double the like uh quest ability So just knocking out like we're like level 24 or something after six hours. I don't know what level wow. you are.
3: I'm only level like 16, and that's yeah. on solo play, and I have to be really grinding with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That.
0: So yeah. So we're 24 and we're we're making our way towards the uh I don't know if you looked at the forms, the dragon uh oh yeah yeah we're we're, we're, getting, we're making our way down there so it's so, like i don't know there's just so many deep mechanics in that i definitely can't wait to to do a review on that if any if anybody actually plays and put some time and wants to do it with me uh go for it because this is a game i absolutely love it came out of nowhere for me because i did not like waka Melee. i did not think that was a good <laughs> what's game what's your favorite form so far uh my favorite form is either the zombie or maybe the turtle or rat. Really? Okay. Yes. Because the zombie is really good if you combine uh, the uh, like the, the rats ability, because then you can uh, just heal yourself more like you're, you're basically just constantly healing yourself. I think my least favorite is the archer. I just don't like I just all those range classes kind of annoy yeah, me. The archers made annoy- uh, Mayday bomber in the chat said magician. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: he, As yeah, a yeah. solo player, you can use hat trick. And that's mm-hmm. a power where you just spawn a bunch of uh, bunnies I, and white tigers, wait, and it's I'm so confused. nice.
1: What game are you guys talking about? Nobody, Nobody saves, saves the world. The world. Oh, okay.
0: okay. Yeah, bro. <laughs> three, three people now have been talking about this game. Yeah, yeah no, magician, magician, magician <laughs> is dope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You, can, I, I put the hat trick ability on some of my other characters just to get those. Uh, but like, if okay, so I'm playing. My brother made about uh, likes the magician, and. Mm-hmm i play the zombie so then he's summoning all the rabbits and tigers and then i'm oh, making zombies that's so disgusting it, it's a whole <laughs> it's like 20 something uh familiars with us like going into battle like it, it makes that's broken yeah it's so much fun man uh you if you can tr- if you can find someone to play co-op with you i highly recommend it because okay. the game is way better co-op yeah um uh, and then I tried, I, w- I was hoping Tom would be here. I started playing that Yu-Gi-Oh! game. I did, like, one duel. Uh, I know it was free. I downloaded it. I don't really have much to say. It's yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh!
2: I did the training duels, I- too, man. I can't get into it after that. Because, like, it gave you, like, a thousand points when you start the game. So you get, like, the booster packs, right? And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I can upgrade my deck a bit. And each one is, like, a paragraph in two-millimeter writing. And it's just, like... I have never gotten up and walked across my family room to read what was on the screen so many times in five minutes and probably mm. not my last five years of gaming. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh,
0: Bucky Blue cool. says, Aman, I just played through it recently and I absolutely loved it. Plan on trying to get all the alternatives in it. Ethan was mortified that I was enjoying it so she much. She
1: was <laughs> into Doki Doki
3: <laughs> Lit
0: Club for sure.
1: <laughs> it, 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 is, it, is, it is really immersive.
0: Tom it's, also really get, liked it.
1: In. You get hooked in. No, like, Kevin, when you said, uh, I wish Tom was there, I'm like, is he going to say lawn mowing simulator?
0: No, no, I'm not playing lawn mowing simulator. I, yes. I, listen, I, I, oh, oh, no, I, I played, <laughs> I played the space trading organ warlord oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw I, that My review is out for it now. Uh Bucky got it on Patreon, like, a week before, or a few days before everyone else, but, I almost I got all but one achievement in that game. All right, yeah, I, that's put, I put quick achievements. I put time. I put yeah. hours into that game.
2: Decent. So tell me, uh, what do you think about the trading system in that game, like the stock market? I don't True. like
0: it. I, don't I thought like it was it fun. I don't like it either.
3: I loved the chaos, how fast paced it was, <laughs> how much you had to pay attention to what was
0: popping up on the I screen and grab stuff. I so I kept paying off people.
2: Yeah, I was paying like, off like every fast. day. Well, yeah. like every day I'd pay off two of them. Like I'd try mm-hmm. to be like exactly. focus on minor things like same. not mythic and I'd pay off everyone but him.
0: Same. same. Yeah. had have the same strat. And then I, I, I don't know if I would misunderstood the, the stock market or something because as I said in my review, I don't understand the real stock market. But <laughs> I kept looking at the line and I would invest in the ones that were going up. But then every time I did, they no. You gotta it down. buy on the
3: dip. You gotta no. buy yeah, on the you dip when it's buy going on down. the
0: dip,
2: sell on the high. You're doing oh, the opposite. Kevin? I don't.
0: I don't know the stock market. Okay, <laughs> don't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, but no, my review is out for that. If you want my full thoughts on it, and <laughs> she she already gave me the February game. As long you know, as long as that Patreon money keeps coming, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep playing. I'll keep playing whatever game you want for that. I month. put that one on for you. <laughs> oh, did Kevin, you? The, the okay, one that, I, uh, yeah, it's so a good one. I, I want played it. Like play. Yeah, I played like an hour this morning, uh, and it's it's better what than is I thought. It?
2: Spill the beans. So uh,
3: Olija? Olija. another Olija. Game Pass game.
0: Very yeah, very good game, game. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play that one. It's only a few hours long, so that's not like a big it's not, big. It's like, quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. play I'm gonna play it, and it was better than I, I I'm okay with it so far. So take we're, the we're time gonna... to find okay. secrets and all the collectibles and stuff. It's we're it's gonna, a really
3: great experience. Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna take some time with that, but that's all i hold on before
3: we transition i know we have a lot to talk about i forgot to say one more thing okay Okay. uh god of war on pc i've been playing that i don't know how i forgot to mention this absolutely incredible i have not played this game before um and being able to experience for the first time on pc has been just an amazing experience what a video game no i'm about halfway through now um What an incredible video game. First of all, I'm sure everyone knows how good of a game it is. It came Mm -hmm. out in 2018 Um, and just the visuals on PC. I mean, they did an incredible job with this port. So if you're a God of War fan and you can shell out the, I think it's 60 bucks right now on steam or no, it's 50 50 bucks on steam. If you can shell that out right now, I would definitely recommend picking it up. It is absolutely stunning.
0: Yeah. Shout shout out Nixus for that port. (laughs) Yeah. Um wonderful. You All wait right. for the
1: ending. It's gonna blow your mind.
0: I'm excited. Yeah. All right, guys. It's time for a segue. So grab a seat while I got some books and tell you this week's stories. I think it's uh, just
2: one big book this week. It, one it, it's big the, the
0: source. It, it, yeah, it's a giant <laughs> book. So like
2: 67.8 billion dollar book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Story number one. Xbox has announced the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. In perhaps the biggest gaming story ever and costing a record-breaking $68.7 billion, Microsoft Gaming has announced their intent to acquire Activision Blizzard King and all subsidiary studios. In an Xbox Wire post from Phil Spencer, CEO of Microsoft Gaming, he states, quote, As a team, we're on a mission to extend the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet. As we pursue that mission, it is incredibly exciting to announce Microsoft has agreed to acquire Activision Blizzard. Guys, I just want Ooh. initial reactions to start because there's a whole I got parts to this story. I want initial reactions. Uh, Ethan, I, I kind of broke this to our discord. But what was your like? Uh, right off the bat how are you feeling um
3: it, i felt like i was dreaming when i first saw that news i remember it came right in the morning when i woke up i woke up i looked at my phone i saw like 30 twitter notifications I'm like what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> <laughs> and so i look and immediately i see activision gets bought and uh, i started freaking out i immediately went uh, on youtube i checked everything and just to make sure this was real and seeing that it was real and the amount of money they paid for this studio absolutely incredible probably one of the biggest gaming stories of my lifetime i would say uh hands down um there's a lot there's a lot to break down with this deal mm-hmm. there's oh, a lot gonna. to talk about um so i i'll just i'll save my thoughts for the broken down segments but yeah i was just ecstatic
0: when i heard this news aman you were a little late to this one because we were all talking about it for like (laughs) an hour or two and we were like where is he why is he not like two hours later you just see oh i
1: I took a nap i woke up my phone's going crazy people are calling me discord's going crazy twitter's going crazy instagram's going crazy so i have a look i see ign's post xbox bought activision i'm like what is it like is it like some joke or some stupid thing phil spencer said I go and look 70 freaking billion dollars. And yeah, that was insane. More, more on more on it later. My controversial thoughts yeah, yeah.
0: on it later. Garrett, initial reaction.
2: I, I thought I was streaming legit. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at it because like, I don't know, that, that's too big. And like I immediately thought like I think they're just gonna keep buying until uh they get struck by the monopoly. I think they're just gonna keep going. And going in some weird unstoppable tirade, and fifteen years from now, our kids are going to be in a Microsoft Oasis thing from uh, Ready Player One. They're <laughs> buying up all the intellectual property right now. You're watching That's, the founding of it.
0: That's uh, you know, <laughs> I know
1: some people are dreading that, and we'll certainly get into consolidation. Uh, I here, love but. the fact. I love the fact Tom manifested this. This was like the yeah, like
2: of the he would just, like, just like as a joke. It's yeah. like yeah, no, it's gonna be Activision Blizzard. They're tanking. Yeah. They're gonna buy them and clean up. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, because nobody thought. That it. I think that yeah. everyone
3: thought that was the most ridiculous thing to say. There were so many people in the industry that made that joke. Look, they're gonna buy Activision next because it's just how. <laughs> Who but like, in that?
2: hindsight, now it sort <laughs> of makes like, sense. Right? They're not gonna buy it... Take
1: Two. Take Two is twenty billion.
3: <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah.
2: Activision Blizzard, with all due respect, is like their biggest prove it moment ever, right? Because in a way, they're literally buying their old own culture and saying we can improve it because mm-hmm. yeah. like Xbox years ago wasn't a shining or whatever to some people. It's still definitely not shining uh, yeah. the company that it is today with pumping out content. Right. And it's just like this is probably their biggest prove it moment that I've seen. It's just like it's impressive, but it's a huge make or break. Yeah, so if they tank this, we're going back five years.
0: Just saying that. So my initial reaction was, this broke in the time, the five-minute drive I have from my apartment to where I work, this broke during that five-minute drive. Because I left my house and got to Twitter, and the first thing I see was, uh, I think it was Mr. Badbit being like, oh, Bobby Kodak just gets out of this for free. Or some, something along those lines. Uh, Joe, if you ever listen, I, I'm not sorry, not trying to misquote you. But I, I understand what you're saying, so I was like, "What's going on?" I scroll down, and then I eventually see the Xbox Wire post, and it was like a whole day of me just like shaking, being like, "What?" I still can't believe the same reaction I had when they acquired Bethesda. Like, this is this is crazy. This is unbelievably huge. Um, but guys, there's, there's more to the story, so I'm gonna I'm keep reading here. Uh, Let in that. Wire post. Phil Spencer said, quote, until this transaction closes, Activision Blizzard and Microsoft Gaming will continue to operate independently. Once the deal is complete, the Activision Blizzard business will report to Phil Spencer. Uh, He said me, but I had to say Phil Spencer because it wouldn't make sense if I said me. Uh, Upon close, we will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can within Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass, both new titles and games from Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. (laughs) Guys, Okay, I want to actually start getting into this because I think a good place to start is what did they actually get by acquiring Activision Blizzard? And they got a lot. So some of the IPs they got. (laughs) Nothing. Get out of here. Some of the IPs that they've managed to get. Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, Call of Duty, Overwatch, Diablo, World of Warcraft, Guitar Hero, Starcraft, Tony Hawk, and more, including Major League Gaming, Battle.net... I haven't seen people been talking about that. Um, That's a pretty big
2: grab, actually.
0: Yeah. Studios include Activision, Blizzard, King, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Toys for Bob, Vicarious Visions, nox High Moon Studios, Demonware, Jumpstart Games, Freestyle Games, Raven, Treyarch, and many, many more. Um, I think I saw someone say their actual overall studio count is somewhere now like 32 or 34 ish range. Uh, yeah. people are, you know, it's hard to know what studios are considered what at Activision Blizzard guys. That's incredible amount of talent and IPs that we got there, but I know Amon doesn't think so.
1: So I, I I'm going to, I'm going to no, open I the- think it's a, I think it's a waste of $70 billion. Here for seventy billion dollars, Microsoft couldn't could have bought a whole of WB Games and all their IP. The IP is worth a lot more than freaking Crash Bandicoot. It, like you get entirety of DC, not, not Lord nostalgia of the range, value. Harry Potter. You gotta everything. remember like, that... that that's what's gonna attract the current. Oh, okay. Time for my nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's gonna that's what's gonna attract the current generation of gamers, not Crash Bandicoot or like game from the nineties, all right. So yeah, yeah but they're first stuff. trying to
2: attract the generation of gamers with money. Spyro, Tony Hawk, reestablish those, get those going okay, again. Spyro, and okay, I can't Spy- see, I see any middle aged man Spyro not buying these.
1: Are good gets <laughs> <guests, laughs> like, but they're not worth like, 70 billion dollars. But okay, like, so you're... no, I
2: think Call of Duty, the money yeah, that exactly. it brings, and the Wow, no, the subscription okay, service games, guys,
0: guys, guys. Let's spark. try not to yell over each other. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got to establish that rule right now. <laughs> let's 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 um. talk.
1: No, I think I think it's a good acquisition, but I don't think it's worth seventy billion dollars. I think Microsoft could have gotten a lot better at seventy billion dollars. They could have got both EA and Ubisoft. I think that that makes that's a better deal than. Having what's it called, um, Activision and Blizzard.
0: Garrett, you have the floor.
2: But no, like he's a little right. Seventy billion is a stretch, but I still think it's an amazing get, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't get me wrong, but like with the money that is already coming in, like Bethesda didn't come in with a bankroll of uh, Warzone and WoW, right? They don't come in making that kind of money. They are intellectual properties that have to spend money to make a game to then make money, right? Mm -hmm. With the purchase now, is that they own that. And I think I saw just before this show that uh, Phil still intends on keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation. Like it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Won't say spoil nothing. But like (laughs) all around, it's a very good business strategy to go with it. Like you, I agree with you. The money bit was a little bit too much, but still a good get. Even though, like, look at my uh, game list. Last thing I played was Modern Warfare, not the remaster. Okay. I don't play COD. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I don't play Call of Duty either. I want to. I want to go to the chat because we do have Mayday Bomber he says just a heads up. Skylander toys alone for Spyro made two billion dollars. Yeah, and Warzone's right. <laughs> War earning from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one was four billion dollars. So that's six billion right there from two games. I believe Candy Crush made six billion dollars as well. Right, so, like
2: the, it's a money making company. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Poor business practices, but like I said before, the poor business practices are usually motivated because of the shit tons of zeros behind that the numbers that they make.
0: Mm-hmm. Ethan. I'm going to I'm going to throw it over you. What do you think of the IPs and studios that have been acquired?
3: So I think this is an incredible investment, not only for the short term, but for the long term. Like Garrett was saying, there's a lot of dormant IPs uh, that we can look at that they can resurrect and make a lot of money off of. I'm thinking of Soldier of Fortune. I'm thinking of like you guys were saying Crash Bandicoot. I mean, you could have all of these IPs be resurrected, make money on top of whatever you're getting from the yearly Call of Duty releases, if they're still going to do it yearly. Uh, but I, I'm assuming Phil Spencer's going to go to studios like Toys for Bob, like Raven, who have been basically turned into COD support studios and tell them, hey, go crazy. You guys want to make a oh, yeah. video game? Make a video game. You don't. Mm-hmm. you guys don't have to work on COD anymore if you don't want to. And it's going to create some incredible video games out of these studios because there's a pedigree behind a lot of these studios that were gobbled up by Activision and ruined. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk a lot of trash about Activision later on when we talk about workplace culture there. Um, but yeah, I think this is an incredible investment worth the 70 billion uh, to Amon's point about they could have picked up EA or Ubisoft. I would say any one of those deals would be probably around the same price tag. You look at how big Ubisoft and EA are. Um, any one of those companies probably would have pulled this sort of price tag. Um, but I don't think you would have gotten the same revenue stream out of any of those companies as you would with Call mm-hmm. of Duty, Candy Crush. These, these little IPs that, you know, a, a lot of us look at Call of Duty and we're like, whatever. But in reality, it's the one of the biggest money making juggernauts in the video game industry. Um, so I, I think this is an incredible investment worth the 70 billion. And I think we'll see that pay off in the next five years or so.
0: Yeah, no. I So before I give my opinions, I want to read a a quote from Phil Spencer, who said uh, who did a Washington Post interview. He said uh, regarding the IPs and development team, uh, we're hoping that we'll be able to work with them when the deal closes to make sure we have resources to work on franchises that I love from my childhood and that the teams really want it to get. I'm looking forward to these conversations. I really think it's about adding resources and increasing capability. So, Amon, you're it. over there. You boomers. Nobody cares about Crash
1: Bandicoot. You know who does? The head of Xbox. No, Charles okay. okay. I'm telling you. Spyro and Crash Bandicoot are third <laughs> IPs. They're like, okay. What IPs is uh, Xbox actually getting out of this that can make Great rate? ones. Good. What What great ones? Do you just Soldier get of Crash Fortune. Bandicoot? Yeah. I mean, like, half of them are first-person shooters. Like, they're all the same.
3: Guitar Hero. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, hero. imagine oh, a revival of a guitar, I get,
1: Okay, I don't care about Guitar Hero. Tony Hawk. A lot of people cool. do. I will. <laughs> Spyro, cool. ba- uh, Crash Bandicoot, cool. Overwatch, I don't give a crap about it. Um, World of Warcraft could be good. But again, like $70 billion. And yeah, I just don't think it's worth the $70 billion. I, I it's going to make a lot of money for them in the future. But if this acquisition limits Xbox from buying more studios later on, I would be pretty disappointed. Because I mean, I, we I, thought I this,
3: I we thought the Bethesda deal would be limited. Just last week, I thought I said I thought that Xbox was going to go into a rebuilding year because mm-hmm. of how much money they dropped. I didn't know they had this much in the coffers to be able to drop. So I knew Microsoft did. I didn't know Phil Spencer had
1: that pull, though. See, see, so okay. They if, can surprise if Microsoft us. Bought a bunch of smaller studios for $70 billion, like they got IO Remedy and all of them, and they got like 20 studios for $70 billion. Do you think that would have been better than uh, getting Activision?
3: no i don't think it would have uh it How depends though, like
1: on... with 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 uh, by acquiring remedy you get alan wake by acquiring io you get hitman and james bond
3: yeah but th- those are those are one and done releases we're talking about reoccurring revenue like call of duty Warzone, like candy crush like all these other ips i mean but we're talking they have about just reached
1: the game pass agreement with like activision for call of duty
3: i mean they could have like, but we're... all the money wouldn't
0: have been going into their pockets and and Call of Duty, seventy uh, percent of Call of Duty sales are on PlayStation. So C- Call of Duty, them like Activision had no incentive to make a deal for Game Pass because that would not really benefit them. I listen. I think you're putting a little uh, a personal spin on this because the IPs don't appeal to you, which is completely fine. Yeah. I think denying from a business sense that these IPs yeah, also, are going it's, to it's rake in money. Yeah,
1: they're they're definitely going to print a lot of money. For sure, yeah. yeah. Like Tiny Crush, Call of Duty, uh, Overwatch, and they they literally got the entire esports thing with MLG. Yeah, Yeah. it's gonna print a lot of money. But
0: yeah, Uh, I just got just got laugh. This Polly Baba says Phil Spender. (laughs) I like that too. I saw that. (laughs) Phil Spender. That's a good one. So these IPs obviously are a lot of them are up my alley. Crash and Spyro, I grew up with. I still love Crash Bandicoot. I was just talking about playing it. So 3D platformers are up my alley. I'm all for it. I cannot wait to see what they do. And I'm right there with Ethan where I've been begging for months now for Vicarious Visions and Toys for Bob to be freed from their shackles at Activision Blizzard. And it sounds like Phil Spencer is going to have those conversations. And that excites me knowing that those are studios that are passionate about a certain type of game and, can deliver quality titles so it doesn't even have to be crash doesn't have to be spyro doesn't have to be tony hawk there's a whole bunch of other hidden ip that people probably have forgotten long ago that hey maybe these studios can dive in and look at it so list i i, if you I go think to their wikipedia like yeah, yeah it's
2: in lists. it's yeah, crazy yeah.
3: i, I uh, do want to talk about call of duty real quick uh, just real quick. Yeah, we're, we're um, yeah. I was gonna
0: transition to Call of Duty because okay. So gonna, we are gonna have a
3: talk about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. We gotta yeah. talk about Call of Duty, <laughs> um, especially after the tweet that just broke. Um, yeah. So Call of Duty um, obviously is the big money maker, the one everyone's talking about, and we've seen a lot of discourse already about whether it's going to go exclusive or not. And I just, you know, if you had asked me yesterday, I said a hundred percent. The future Call of Duty games are going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC. They're not going to be on PlayStation. PlayStation will have Warzone and existing games, but everything else, no. Phil Spencer just tweeted before we went live, quote, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard. That's much like they did with Bethesda for Deathloop and Ghostwire. And our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. Ethan, you wanted to talk about it. I'm going to throw it to you. What do you make of this quote? Is COD going to be on PlayStation still? Um, You know, you got to do some deciphering when it comes
3: to these quotes from any of the big business heads, right? Um, You know, it's hard to really gauge. I, I don't see Microsoft not taking this IP and making it exclusive. I mean, we we all thought when they first bought Bethesda like they're not going to make Elder Scrolls exclusive or Fallout. That's insane. And they did. You know, the Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be exclusive. Starfield's going to be exclusive and I'm sure whatever Fallout 5 is going to be is is going to be exclusive. Um I I truly believe at some point every single Activision Blizzard title is going to be exclusive to Xbox. I don't think they're going to put it on PlayStation anymore. Um now regarding call of duty itself i think this is a great thing for that franchise i look back at the modern warfare days black ops modern warfare 2 that was back at least for me when call of duty was really really good they were putting out incredible content incredible video games with good uh single player campaigns that tied in with each other that had good story elements we've seen a lot of call of duties come out now and it's kind of lazy really. It seems like a lot of reskins. I have Vanguard. I play through it. You know, it's Call of Duty. It's it's the traditional mm-hmm. Call of Duty arena shooter multiplayer. So it's fun for what it is, but I don't have an attachment to it like I did back during Modern Warfare 2 or Black yeah. Ops where I really was invested in this game world. Um, so I'm hoping we end the yearly release trend with Call of Duty. I think that's number one. And I think that has to end because all these development studios aren't going to be working on Call of Duty at the same time like they used to be. Um, And then I hope we get to see actual premium Call of Duty products again with good campaigns and good innovative multiplayer. So I'm hoping for a good revitalization of the series.
0: So you're still firmly in the camp that Call of Duty will eventually be exclusive to Xbox.
3: I'm going to say this, and and I'm, I'm going to credit Paris Lilly with this. He's another video game journalist. If you guys are not familiar with Paris Lilly, go check him out. He's always on the Kind of Funny X cast. He said back during the Bethesda deal, but now also with this one, you do not spend $70 billion of your money and not make your games exclusive. You'd be insane to do it. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't see it being on PlayStation past 2024, maybe I'm assuming contracts go out a little farther than 2023 when this acquisition is supposed to go through. Um, so you're going to have caught on PlayStation for a decent chunk of this generation um, still. But I think at some point, yes, you're you're not going to see Call of Duty be released on PlayStation anymore.
0: Garrett, I want to throw the conversation over you talking exclusivity. Uh, we just heard from Phil Spencer um, about Call of Duty in that tweet what is your current feelings about exclusivity for Activision products?
2: Um, I I think my answer differs from Ethan's, but is mainly the same. They're going to go exclusive, but not for like eight or ten years. There's still going to be a few more. Because like, I think it's going to be great advertising. Because if they do not dissolve the companies, not per se, but the publishing, that means that they, every time that a PlayStation user... Clicks on their game, they get to see a big old Xbox game studios, and I think that's just some sort of satisfaction to fill for the next little bit. Come on now, but uh, it's also a huge money maker. Like with Bethesda exclusivity, it was no question because their main thing coming to the table to buy their company is their IP, right? Not necessarily the same with Activision uh, Blizzard because they can go up and say. Look at how much money this company is already making. They were losing some to mismanagement, but we can fix that. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a fact that Xbox used to be asking for checks from Microsoft. Now I think they're just going to be paying in their uh, yearly bit like the rest of the divisions of Microsoft do. I think they're mainly going to be standing on their own two feet after this pays itself off.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, and aman. at that point it'll go exclusive but yeah till Oh, okay you're thinking be. once yeah.
0: they recoup all their money then yeah they can... once
2: they recoup then they'll go exclusive but it, it won't be like the bethesda thing and be like paid off in a couple months yeah it's gonna be it's gonna take a bit because i think there's gonna be some more acquisitions before then that'll slow it down hmm.
0: uh, aman what do you think about exclusivity mm-hmm.
1: I think the wording in the tweet Phil Spencer put up is very, very important. By Call mm-hmm. of Duty, he could just mean Warzone, or it yep. could mean by like um, Call COD Multiplayer and Warzone would come out on PlayStation, but the campaign would be exclusive to Xbox. That could also be a thing. Um, but yeah, I think there's going to be rumors floating all around. People were saying, "Oh, Elder Scrolls not going to be exclusive," but yes, uh, I definitely think at some point COD will be fully exclusive to Xbox. It could be when they recoup all their money. But I think they can like recoup all their money through like Candy Crush alone, uh, Candy Crush and Overwatch alone. Uh, they don't really need to do it through COD. If they do it through COD, it'll just speed up the process. But yeah, I think anything can happen, really. The wording is really important because they're not really allowed to say much about the acquisition until the deal is fully done. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah they
0: they literally can't say anything about it until just like with bethesda yeah. so, so he was like
1: instead of saying intent he said desire yeah to put it it yeah. could have it could mean uh, i saw uh, luke Lore put a tweet out it could be xbox is getting spider-man activision did make spider-man games and uh, microsoft gives them caught in return
0: it it could be a whole host of things we obviously won't know until it's actually complete um just i'm i'm kind of in your boat amon where i think the wording of phil's tweet was very intentional the word desire does not mean guarantee that playstation will continue to get call of duty and call of duty instead of like referencing you know specific games or future titles or it could mean warzone it could simply yeah. mean we're going to keep warzone like we did with minecraft on everything so i i if anything, this just puts some doubt in my mind as I was telling everyone this morning on Reddit and social media, hey, you know, these are gonna be exclusive. Like you're just gonna have to accept that. You're doing the same thing you did with Bethesda, where everyone's in denial. But now I'm like, I'm not hundred percent confident in that comment. I, no, I cannot see, firmly this is, say.
1: This, this is another power move by Microsoft. They got they grab Sony by the neck and they're like if you take another Final Fantasy away from us, we're taking COD back. That could that could literally be it. I think it's just a power move, you know. Stop making it, the third party deals.
0: It's very possible. It's very possible. One thing we for Call of Duty specifically, we know they've had a relationship with PlayStation now for a while, exclusive modes exactly. and maps, and uh, that's that's dead in the water for sure. They're not getting exclusive stuff anymore. That. That is one thing we know. In terms of everything besides Call of Duty, there are the IPs that are not Call of Duty exclusivity, I think those are exclusive. I think, uh, and I think it was Mayday Bomber up at the top um, who said, could we see a deal similar to Banjo on Switch with Crash and Spyro, which would be crazy considering they were the faces of PlayStation. Uh, it's possible that you, you know they recognize hey those ti- those were PlayStation's mascots and they're like we <laughs> we're, we're going to ha- need some sort of deal for you to get their next titles um i'm completely fine if they go exclusive i'm honestly uh, to be be clear i'm completely fine with either option because i'm getting it on game pass and i have all the consoles this does not affect me in the slightest But I understand there are people out there that don't have all the consoles. I just want people to be prepared that the next Crash Bandicoot game, the next Spyro game, the next whatever, could and very well could be exclusive to Xbox. It will be, 100%.
2: (laughs) And isn't that just a crazy fact in itself? Crash is now like they had commercials with with Crash promoting PlayStation.
1: It's yeah. uh, like, like back Time in the day,
2: crashed. he used to make fun of uh, Super Mario and just be like, "Buy PlayStation."
0: One of uh, <laughs> I like, may that's have the equivalent used...
2: of Master Chief being bought by Sony. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that, that's a good comparison to be honest. But I may have used the live-action Crash Bandicoot uh, guy in the Crash Bandicoot uh, video that's going to be on our channel next week. So, uh, yeah, I firmly remember the live-action
1: Crash Bandicoot. Did yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Didn't Naughty uh, Dog work on a Crash Bandicoot game?
0: Crash, ba- Crash Bandicoot was made by Naughty Dog. The first three yeah. were all Naughty Dog yeah. games. And yeah, they made... Uh, wow. Did they make one after? I think they made, a, made they made uh, one after that. I just did the whole Jacket video essay sure. on it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Crash. Uh, but oh, okay. yeah, no, they made the first three. So, uh, Polly Baba says, PlayStation's move of making third-party timed exclusivity deals and PlayStation-only DLC on multi-plat games is going to dry up it really Uh, is yeah if if xbox is buying everything i want to go through a few of these um he also says intent plus desire equals pr speak until the deal is finalized we touched on that for sure uh made a bomber wanted to know could we see a console version of world of warcraft could help add a competition to final fantasy 14 which is exclusive to sony yeah it's been rumored it's been rumored. Yeah, I, I would I argue so. they need
3: to do something to revitalize. Wow, we've seen the past yeah. couple of years a lot of people migrate from World of Warcraft to Final Fantasy 14 uh, or other year, MMOs. Big surge. Um, I don't know if they're gonna bring the original Wow to console, but I could see them maybe making a not a Wow 2, but something within that realm, maybe like a Starcraft type of MMO game. That would be cool.
2: Well, almost it, you know? what if they just bring it up to date? Heck, do a uh, prototype of like I was saying before where it's not like a official remake but just bring the new mechanics of MMOs to it and update the graphics so it well it doesn't look like a wow game
3: and mm-hmm. the, well, the other thing is too is WoW throughout its entire history has been a subscription-based MMO. Yeah. You've had to pay monthly for it. I mean, if uh, wait, are you going to throw WoW on Game Pass, that would that, be really interesting. I was interesting. just going to ask: Is WoW going yeah. to Game Pass and eliminating yeah, that, the subscription?
2: That's crazy. That would
3: mm. that would make them lose a lot of revenue wow. with WoW if yeah. they put it on consoles because you'd have to. I, I feel like us as the consumer, we would expect. WoW I think that they could put, put on the Game Pass. Okay, okay, you know. I, I, I'll, I'll I hear don't see doing because it
2: because you used to have to buy the game and then the subscription. So what if you get WoW for free in a fourteen day trial, but after that you deal with the the subscription service?
3: I don't know if Microsoft or Xbox would want a second subscription service like that because I mean every MMO that has it's not a subs- it's not like- is has come to consoles has pretty much been free. I mean you look at Elder Scrolls Online, Fallout seventy six. You look at Final Fantasy. Well, is Final Fantasy fourteen on consoles? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's on. It's on PS five. Yeah, it PS5. is and it's free on ps5 right you can just no, download yeah, the, it yeah it's, yeah, no. yeah you
0: can play up to level i want to say 20 uh it might be a little more um for free but then you do have to pay okay well wow just for me feels like a pc specific thing
3: like I, I i can't see that coming to console and then removing i guess the subscription-based service for a WoW. while
0: as someone that played world of warcraft in my youth a lot mm-hmm. um I do not know how that game would translate to console. There's not enough buttons on your controller for everything. <laughs> yeah. Like it is it is crazy. Do I think it should go into PC Game Pass? Yes. Does that mean yeah. they get rid of the subscription costs? I would love that. I don't know if they want to lose all that revenue. That is that is a big loss of revenue. Um I'm not so con- I'm not really concerned about them, you know, not managing that because activision blizzard like they're gonna operate as themselves still so they'll get it um i'm not not concerned about that at all i just i think putting it in game pass would get people to try wow like i think the 14 day trial i think that already exists in world of warcraft yeah it does um i feel like it would
3: really upset a lot of old fans though because you got to think these people a lot of fans have been playing this game for 10 years Thousands of, thousands of dollars invested dollars. in this game yeah. and now you're just going to slap him in the face. Hey, it's free now. Nobody cares. Right. You know? Like the game, the base game. I don't think so anymore. I think you can just get a subscription, yeah, download yeah. the, uh, the launcher.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: we have some, we have some comments. Uh, first of all, I want to say, uh, hi, Arkwing. Thanks for showing up and King Arthur. Uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, this is, this is one of our, our best, ch- uh, podcast already in terms of uh, viewership so we, we we appreciate you guys being here oh yeah um mayday bomber says i think it would make more sense to do free-to-play approach similar to how they do fantasy star online 2 which is a good point fantasy star online 2 is huge um, maybe they make a console specific version of world of warcraft that kind of dumbs down mechanics i don't I see do- how that works either though yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be tricky for mm. sure what they do with this ip well, we'll see. And Arcwing, uh, a little correction, says free trials up to level 60 in Final oh, Fantasy wow. 14. Then you do to pay a sub if you want to get past six. Level 60 is huge, though. Like that's yeah, that's, that's, a it's pretty yeah. far. that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. And Darnell Hill says $5 more maybe for World of Warcraft in Game Pass, because that'd be huge on PC. Something, something like that, I think. Yeah. We're gonna have discussions about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure the WoW community is already discussing what this means for them. Yeah. Um. I'm just not in that ecosystem, so I can't really say. I think getting more people to try it, you'll get people hooked because it is a it is a fun game, especially Addicting. if you it really, is. especially on Game Pass, where if every one of your friends can play it, you're gonna have people that want to stick around. It's just what inevitable. if
1: Blizzard just decides to make World of Warcraft too
0: ooh, I don't know about that. I don't think that'll be received. Yeah,
2: no. Honestly, no, I could they see could them making like, Warcraft maybe not 4. Now.
1: In, like, 10 years' time, they make World of Warcraft 2, and then they have it on both console and PC. Like, a new start for a while.
2: Well, no, they would need to do Evolve the Story more, so they'd probably do another RTS game, like Warcraft 4. And oh, then, yeah, maybe uh, some similar like, like, a new give me a yeah, Starcraft Then they would do another yeah. MMO. Starcraft maybe. would be too hard, considering the Zerg and the Protoss
0: give me Starcraft ghost like I mean, their remember first when
2: live in ghost well, that dead in the like water like, arrival I remember being a kid and like that story is going nowhere
0: I think I pre-ordered <laughs> Starcraft ghost at gamestop back in the day I put like five dollars down on it and then it just <laughs> never came out
1: yeah oh, Rip. Star- starcraft is like that um strategy game right
0: yeah yeah it's our, yeah. it's RTS mm-hmm. which we yeah uh, the main thing I, think, oh, I is... think
1: StarCraft Ghost would be really cool.
0: I just said that, like coalition, oh coalition,
1: yeah, co- coalition making StarCraft Ghost.
0: Yeah, it'd be it'd be Thank it'd you. be dope. But uh, <laughs> I I think Blizzard because they do lean more the PC side get it we know xbox has the approach of putting everything on pc and xbox so i am curious to know like what blizzard games are gonna make their way over to console hearthstone is that on consoles yet? because if not, i think it is it is is? okay i want to say yes okay because if not that would be my first one and like like... they had
2: the original starcraft on n64 so like they have done stuff in the past Mm. i remember that
0: yeah i but we've seen like what halo wars they've shown that they can get rts games over to console and do it right. well and there's the age of empires rumors that that's going to get a console version so, oh, th- so i th- i would love if starcraft came over to to console oh, Hearthstone I think awesome. is not on consoles it's that, only on desktop 100%. and apps 100 percent coming to console that is yeah. an easy win they You'll they come. port that over no problem
1: even Candy Crush, I think Candy Crush is coming to console as well. Game Pass, I wouldn't, easy. I wouldn't it, might, it. it might
3: turn into one of the Microsoft games because there are apps on your phone that you can play that you get Microsoft achievements. No, it, so even on it, Game it Pass, like, you
1: incredible. know te- they have the te- Tetris effect thing. Yeah. yeah, Candy Crush could be. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yo, what up, Crazy Lou Gaming Crazy in the house? Thanks for stopping by. Guys, uh, appreciate all of you. Uh, remember to like uh, and share out the link so everyone can come by and uh, subscribe if you, if you want more content from us. We appreciate everyone being here. Uh, anything else on exclusivity, guys? We got a lot more talking points.
3: Not that I can think of.
0: Oh king arthur now it would be a great time to add mouse keyboard functionality to series x and s if they'll bring wow to console i know wouldn't some that games yeah supported. that would
2: be yeah
3: that would be great that some would change games. the
0: game yeah that, that would, would make it more easy
3: do it in do a heartbeat play halo infinite on mouse and keyboard through the xbox that'd be pretty cool. oh funny. <laughs> go, go nutty <laughs>
2: i might be able to keep up with you guys then <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> two and twenty over there.
0: Uh, Crazy Lou, Iman, you're back. Awesome. You got a you got a fan. I think you know Crazy Lou from Mavs community, right, Iman?
1: Yeah, I'm familiar with him. I also saw him on Boom's podcast a couple of times.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, he got on Booms. Uh, I'm gonna be on. Uh, I'm gonna be on Booms' show in a few weeks here. So you beat me to it, crazy Lou. Way, way to go. Uh, we need therapy. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, what a time, huh? <laughs> what a time indeed. All right, guys. Exclusivity talk over. Next, obviously, we've done nothing but crap all over Activision Blizzard for the last year. So oh, yeah. why change now? Because There is a big issue of workplace uh, discrimination, sexual harassment in those studios, and Microsoft is taking on a lot of legal issues by acquiring them. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, uh, no way around it. Their lawyers are going to have to show up and take care of some stuff, but... Phil Spencer seems pretty confident because in that interview with Washington Post, he says when asked about workplace issues, quote, I believe the leaders there believe in the opportunity they have in their plan, noting his confidence the issues will be resolved. He says, reunionized workers, Microsoft will aim to empower its new employees to, quote, do their best work. He added that... Before the acquisition, he sat down with the leadership and made them spell out what are they doing to address all the issues, and he's good with their plan going forward. So looks like he's giving them the chance to fix things before they're acquired, and then no doubt afterwards, it's gonna. They're answering to him, and things are gonna get in order. But I want to know everyone's thoughts on on this specifically. Um, do you think? This is going to solve these issues. Are we concerned about the unionized workers? And is Bobby Kodak leaving? Because in an email, he said the deal is expected to close in financial year 2023, which begins this July, but could go anytime in the next 18 months. So basically, the deal will be closed by June 2023 at the latest, probably, but could be earlier than that. So, uh, Ethan, I'm going to go back around. What do you you think about these these issues over there? Um, I I really,
3: really hope that all the employees of Activision Blizzard, once they heard this news, were able to breathe a bit of a sigh of relief. Um, This fight has been going on for, it feels like, over a year now. I'm not entirely sure when the news actually broke. um, Of just the scummy business practices over at Activision Blizzard, covering up sexual assaults, workplace abuse, crunch time, toxic behavior by a lot of the upper management all being known by bobby kotick and his underlings um so hopefully this this uh points towards a huge shift in their workplace culture and and you know i i really think with phil spencer at the helm xbox has been a a good company to its people and you know i I, they've taken a hands-off approach with the devs they haven't been overbearing um you know and, and from what it, from the outside looking in it looks like xbox and its development teams are a really good place to work um and then we're not seeing a lot of scandals if any coming out of uh xbox so i'm really hoping all the employees that are going in every day and you know hating their bosses and and worried about the future at the company and in the industry i hope they can breathe that sigh of relief now that xbox has acquired it as for bobby kotick I guarantee you he's gone, but Mm -hmm. I I bet you it's not going to be the way we want it to. It's not going to be Phil Spencer going, you're fired. It's going to be a retirement package. He's going to get a huge multi-million dollar severance pay because that's how these things get resolved. That's how these people get away with this stuff. Uh, So I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I guarantee you that's what it's going to be. But Mm -hmm. I don't see Bobby Kotick staying with the company in the future. And, uh, you know, all these uh, studios can hopefully move past this really dark point in its history and Xbox can clean up this uh culture issue that they have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know well, regarding re- regarding I'll get to you in a second, on uh, I just wanted mm-hmm. to throw this in I know regarding yeah, Bobby Kodak, um there was back and forth on Monday. He's staying, he's not staying from different news outlets saying it seems like he's not staying after the deal's complete. Phil said that everyone's going to answer to him as a brand new CEO of Microsoft Gaming. He got a promotion out of this uh, shout out Phil. But yeah, I think, I think he's gone and someone did do the math based on how much they're being acquired for. I believe he is set to make around $300 million when he leaves. Yeah. So it is definitely a a golden parachute. I
3: think, I think Phil Spencer was very deliberate during that press release where he said, they will report to me as CEO. I think that was a very deliberate thing that he put in there showing that saying, but not saying that Bobby Kotick's done
0: here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aman, I'm gonna throw it to you now.
1: Yeah, I was about to say the 300 million figure dollar figure of what Bobby Kotek will be getting. It's unfortunate, but um, whatever gets him out of there at this point, obviously, um, the most important thing I'm looking forward to out of this acquisition is creative freedom for these teams, uh, making new IPs specifically. Um, I really want to. I really hope to see more of that. Uh, And yeah, I'm pretty sure all the employees were celebrating after the news uh, of hearing this because you know xbox have been has been very vocal about creative freedom for their internal studios and yeah i think it's a win-win for both activision and xbox it's like xbox is phil spencer's industry really going to restructure the entire company you know change how it is and call of duty hopefully ditches the yearly release schedule yeah. you know yeah. uh, two to three years that's a good gap and yeah
3: yeah. Phil Spencer is definitely that boss, I feel. It's like, hey, if you need something, call me. But other yeah. than that, do your thing. And, and you know, yeah. w- when it comes to an industry that's about art and about mm-hmm. entertainment, that is a wonderful thing. You can just have these incredible artists and programmers just go free and do whatever exactly. they want. Exactly. Well,
1: see, if any one of his studios goes to him and asks him, Oh, can we have this IP? He's the type of person who will do everything in his power to go and yeah, and get it. Yeah, that'll be cool.
3: That's, I'll play yeah. that. <laughs> That's
1: like, well, like, I think Vinox, they made the Transformers games, I think, or yeah. High Moon Studios. If yeah. they're like, oh, We want to make Transformers again, Phil Spencer will go and get it for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, it's because he plays games. He's yeah, one of the. Yeah, exactly. he's, he's one of, like, actually the only CEOs that play video games like he's on until like three in the morning playing yeah. destiny with people people it's, have caught him at 3 a.m playing video games yeah like, Phil, go to bed it's <laughs> ridiculous like bro what i don't even understand your <laughs> schedule but like like jim ryan not to make this console war, but like he doesn't play games bobby kodak sure as hell is not playing games they these people are ceos of like business they're they're not gamers yeah uh garrett you think this is gonna clean up Oh, yeah, it's going
2: to clean up tremendously. I'm just trying to figure out something to say that they didn't already. There's not too much left. Um, If anything, this is like one of those uh, dodo stories that you see on Facebook where the animal that was trapped in the zoo suddenly gets let out to the pasture. I'm excited to see what this is going to turn into in the next few years. Um, But uh, other than that, I don't know. They wrapped it up. I just try not to double say Mm -hmm. things
0: i just say yeah. i love your analogies garrett wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're so good <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> ooh, crazy lou's gonna send us something hopefully he has permission to do so uh, i did want to say so people we're going to talk about consolidation now in in the industry this is another major talking point people are outraged Uh, depending on what side of the camp you fall on about Microsoft spending this amount of money and buying up another publisher being like, this is, this is the death of gaming as we know it and a bunch of other hyperbole uh, in my opinion, because I, while I would have liked to see personally a bunch of smaller studio acquisitions, I don't really get the problem because this is capitalism and people love capitalism in this country companies buy each other all the time yes this is a crazy amount the biggest in gaming but this is the way that gaming is going would you have rather it gone to tencent who's influenced by the chinese government (laughs) or would you have rather it gone to microsoft i know which one i'm picking because it's not a hard choice so even even with after the deal closes microsoft is still third in gaming revenue behind Sony and behind Tencent. So even without this publisher, which now we know maybe they'll get Activision Blizzard games still over on PlayStation. So they really won't be hurting all that mad. PlayStation's still going to make more gaming revenue than Xbox at the time. And Tencent owns like 300 studios. So they're raking in cash uh, all they want. But we know... After came out today, I think Bobby Kotick uh, did an, an interview. I want to say with Kotaku it was um, that it was actually he was shopping around Activision. Uh, he was going to he went to EA. He went to Tencent and, and was like, I think he also went to Amazon, if I remember correctly, and Google. And was like, guys, do you want to buy us? Because we're looking to, to be bought. Um, and that was after he said he considered buying magazines to change their image. Um, but, yeah, consolidation, guys. Uh, are people overreacting? What, what, do you, what do you think, Garrett? I'm going to throw it to you first because you didn't have much to say on the last one. I want to get your thoughts.
2: Okay. Uh, so we're talking about uh, just when Xbox will stop.
0: Uh no or like Cons- in a nutshell yeah yeah consolidation as a whole oh. in the industry is it bad that like microsoft keeps buying people are people overreacting you know
2: i i think it's like in essence we've been taught and we've had life lessons yes instinctually this is bad but when you actually put the pen to the paper about the way that people are basically privatizing the internet i would like all of my games in more or less one place by the end of this dust settling of the internet wild west like let's be real here we've been told our entire lives consolidation is bad and evil and corrupt but as long as they're not having these huge price gouging things when we're not paying 30 40 dollars that we see in their horror films i don't think it's that bad of a thing at the end of the day and on like a little side note i don't think xbox is anywhere near done they're going to stop once they get told by uh, whatever government rep tells them to stop by the end of this whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan,
3: what, uh, what are you thinking? So I, I completely understand where people are coming from being worried about this, especially if you're a PlayStation player or an exclusive PlayStation player. Um, it can, it can be scary thinking that we have this juggernaut that's just eating up all of my favorite franchises like, what's next? All right. Mm-hmm. Am I not gonna be able to play Madden anymore on PlayStation? Am I not gonna be able to play Battlefield on PlayStation? Who knows? Um, so I understand where people are coming from, but I always tell people to look at it this way. Um, I feel like all these studios being bought by Microsoft helps that creative engine of making incredible video games, especially with Microsoft's how they how they handle their devs. Um basically if you're an independent studio or a smaller studio or any studio out there that's making games without being owned by either Sony or Xbox, uh, one bad game can put you in the tank and you can go under in in one bad game. You don't have that thing to fall back on. Uh, When you're bought by a corporation such as Sony, Tencent, Microsoft, whoever it may be, you have that thing to fall back on. It gives you more... uh, the ability to work on games longer first of all because you're not feeling rushed to push out a product so that you can actually make some money this year um it, it just helps with that that creative process when you're developing a video game and it gives people more time so i i think this is nothing but a good thing um like i said i understand where people are coming from and i think there could be a point where it gets to where you, you go okay this is this is getting weird i don't i don't know if i like this but i don't think we're anywhere near that point um, and I don't think we'll be at that point for a while. So uh, overall, I think this is a good thing for these studios and for the video game industry.
1: I'm on. Yeah. I echo both of the thoughts on this. Okay. Like,
0: I want to, I want to bring in uh, thank you crazy Lou for the, the DM because he adds a little more context. So this is an interview games beat. And he was asked, uh, Bobby Kotick was asked, why did you do the deal? Why is this a good time to sell and why is it a good price? Bobby Kodak said, the most important is, it's funny, you and I were talking about AI last time. As you look at the increased competition between Tencent and NetEase and Sony, and now you have Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, and Netflix, we are looking at over the course of the next couple of years and starting to realize we need thousands of people to be able to execute against our production plans. We need them in disciplines like AI and machine learning, or in data analytics, or in purpose, built cloud and cybersecurity that we don't have. And that competition for that talent is expensive and really hard to come by. Also, so as we're starting to think about all these skills that we need, that we don't have, and that were really necessary, we realized that we should be thinking about ways to get that talent. This was an acknowledgement and recognition. And then Satya and Phil and I had conversations over many, many years of bigger things that we could do together. So when Phil called, it happened to be at a time when we were ready to start our long-range planning process and realizing that these were going to be issues and challenges. We had the discussion. Phil and I know each other well, and we have a great relationship, and the company has a great relationship. When you start to think about the skills we need, all the resources we need, and what they have, it made a lot of sense. So sounds to me like another reason they wanted to sell was because... Microsoft's tech side, not the gaming side, uh, their cloud, cybersecurity, all these things apparently were of interest to Activision and they were like, instead of hiring people ourselves, spending millions and billions of dollars to build these departments, build these divisions to get the right people in, why don't we just have someone buy us that has all this and bring our plans to them, which I I don't know how much of that is... is is. PR nonsense and and them just him just trying to spin it. So it looks like, Hey guys, I'm trying to do this for my studio. Let's go. Um, I don't know how much that is, but I think
1: it makes a lot of sense uh, from what knowing, knowing that he tried to buy PC gamer and Kotaku to change (laughs) the reputation of Activision. I don't trust a word that comes out of this guy's mouth. I don't know. It could be true.
3: I think, I think it's a mix of truth and and, and fallacy. Obviously, I think he saw the writing on the wall that the future of gaming is not going to be very affordable for an independent company like his. Um, and, and he said, I need to get out while I still can, and I can make as much money as I can. I think that's the ultimate decider in this. Um, th- but it makes perfect sense. I mean, this is why Microsoft has such a head start on cloud gaming, because it already has the infrastructure uh, with the company for cloud gaming and, and any cloud systems. So, uh, his reasoning makes sense. I mean, I could see that happening, but I really do think it's just him saying, well, I'm, I'm screwed. Anyways,
0: everyone hates me, wants me out. I might as well make as much money as I can. Yeah, I definitely don't think he deserves any praise or anything of the sort. Um, I think Xbox is getting better because of this. I think Xbox gamers are going to benefit from this because of game pass and because it's, going to free up studios and, and the creative freedom at Xbox. But Bobby Kotick's a piece of garbage. And I wish he didn't get a dime. Unfortunately, that doesn't, isn't going to happen. Um, that's that's really all I have to say. I, I, I've seen developers, if we're bringing it back, I've seen developers that work at Activision Blizzard. Um, I know one of my friends from the Smash community, his partner is an artist at Blizzard. And they were very well, everyone I saw, her and everyone else, very welcoming of this acquisition. Yeah. And that's, that's
3: really good to hear because, you know, for the past year, these people have been working for a company they can't stand and for mm-hmm. bosses they can't stand. And that's got to be awful. So it's nice to be able to see them get out of that.
0: I also saw Ty Guy Travis from uh, Season Gaming's Bitcast tweet. I had a friend start a job on Monday at Activision Blizzard. He left this job for Microsoft. <laughs> From Microsoft, like he left Microsoft for the job. You can never escape. Oh, that is hilarious! (laughs) You can never escape. Imagine starting your new job Monday, then Tuesday it's like
3: going back home. We want you. (laughs) Yeah,
2: but like, what kind of man are you to like go from Microsoft to
0: Activision? There's, I mean, Mikey Barra rod ferguson mikey Barra and rod ferguson they're coming home the head of blizzard and the head of diablo they were former xbox uh, executives and now they're going to be back under my and they spoke very highly they're excited they're they're like we're going we're coming home you can't so. escape <laughs>
2: so that makes you think like how long were whispers going through the company that like oh if i go over to activision and get myself up there as quick as that's, possible
3: that's something interesting yeah, to talk that, on hmm. is is i cannot believe that this did not leak Nobody yeah. saw yeah. this coming. Yeah. How, I know, right? how many like, lawyers had to be involved in this? How many business of uh, business heads had to be involved in oh, this? Yeah. All the game studio heads had to have known. And this how was long about it would to take happen.
2: to set up. Like, I bet you there's people involved that were hired and fired in the meantime.
3: Yeah. I am so impressed by how tight-lipped everyone that was involved in this has been. It's crazy. From, from yeah. What
0: I've seen, no one knew about this. Like Sony no. didn't know about this. No blindsided <laughs> people
2: did not <laughs> Oh know yeah. This. Sony. Oh. Yeah, I could only imagine.
0: Well, can Sony you imagine waking? Yeah, waking up like, being Jim Ryan, <laughs> just being like, "What the damn, <laughs> damn?"
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I bet you his office did not look pretty. No. Yeah, yeah. No. There, there was a few interns fixing that thing up after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: that that brings up another discussion, guys. Now that. Microsoft has bought their second publisher. Do we think PlayStation responds and how do they respond? Do they need to respond? They're still second in in gaming revenue. So it's not like they're losing any perceived console war that people want to try to throw out here. Uh, Aman, I'm going to go to you first. What do you think? I
1: don't think they need to respond. PlayStation already has the entire Final Fantasy series, Persona series, Street Fighter they literally have the Japanese market on hold, so uh, Microsoft now is slowly trying to take over the Western side of the things. With you know, they basically own all of Western uh, RPGs, um, all first-person shooters. Now they have like imagine they have Overwatch, Doom, um, Call of Duty, Halo, and uh, Wolfenstein. That's that's just crazy. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't think PlayStation can respond even if they wanted to um cuz they like they they have they they have like 6 billion to spend in total and their, their company is worth 80 billion so i th-
0: right,
1: i believe
0: i believe i heard on the trophy room this morning that playstation has like 23 billion in the bank somewhere around there but that is okay. they well, can't spend all that obviously that's their yeah, cash yeah. reserves
1: so they can spend like around what ten billion of that?
0: that can Who can the they realistically publisher? buy for ten billion? Square Enix. Square Enix,
1: Square Enix yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, Ethan. like, why would they oh. buy Square Enix though? They basically have all of Square Enix. <laughs> they have them lock already. Yeah. They don't
0: need to spend the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Forspoken,
1: Final Fantasy, Zelda. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Forspoken. Ethan, what do you think? PlayStation needs to respond. I don't know if they necessarily need to. They don't have
3: as many first-party titles that are going to be published on their platform as Xbox, but the first-party titles that they do have have a very dedicated audience, and they're very good. Mm-hmm. We look at God of War, Horizon, um, Grand Turismo, Spider-Man. There's a lot of first-party games on PlayStation that are they're really, really good. Um, so they're still a competitor. I mean, this by no means blows them out of the water. Um, do I think they're going to do something to respond directly? Um, I think... They've probably been looking into buying more studios the last couple of years. I don't think this is changing anything in their trajectory. I think they are already planning on starting to buy up some studios, seeing where Microsoft is going with it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some acquisitions this year, but I don't think it would have been a direct response to this. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see this as world changing for Sony. They have their little part of the gaming world that they've carved carved out, and they're still doing a great job at it.
2: Mm-hmm. Garrett. Um, I think they should respond, Okay, but I don't think they can based off of just like their business model. They might buy a few more small game developers, but nothing of this size.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Like, I just don't think that they have the same buying, like they might have the same, they might be a bigger money maker, but they also have, they also spend a lot too, right?
0: Yeah, I mean they've produced high quality titles it yeah. cost a lot to make. So. All
2: right. So I mean, like I think like it's just no. The buying power isn't the same.
0: Yeah. I think I, I'm I'm in alignment with you guys. I don't I think Sony needs to respond, but I don't think that means go out and buy a publisher because I don't think that fits their business strategy. They like to nurture relationships and buy uh, studios which is what i thought xbox was going to do this year and now apparently they're like screw you kevin we're buying activision but um yeah i think sony will see some more acquisitions this year of teams that they have relationships with already um i don't think we'll see them buy square enix i don't think we'll see them buy ubisoft or ea or anything like that um it just doesn't fit their model and i don't think they have the the cash because Fun fact: That sixty-eight point seven billion was an all-cash deal. It's it's not a stock, mm-hmm. whatever financing options. It's uh, it's all cash, and that is about half of Microsoft's reserve cash. So they could still buy another Activision Blizzard, yeah, if they I, wanted to.
3: And and one more point: I I don't see PlayStation making any giant moves until Xbox one day tries to get into the Japanese market if Xbox were to drop a couple 10 billion on a, on a Japanese studio I, I'd, I'd, I think that's when Sony would start responding with force um, but to Amon's point about Sony trying to keep a hold of the JRPGs we've seen Phil Spencer push to get more JRPGs on Xbox and we've seen pretty much all Bandai Namco titles all Square Enix titles uh, all Sega titles they're multi-platform now uh, when before there was some exclusivity with PlayStation. Um, so, I mean, JRPGs are slowly but surely becoming part of the ecosystem in Xbox. And I, I know I've fallen in love with a lot of the JRPGs that came to Xbox last year. Um, so, I, you know, Sony doesn't necessarily have a, a grip on that. And there are Final Fantasies on Game Pass, too. And there is Kingdom Hearts on Game Pass. You know, there's a lot of these JRPGs that are coming to Game Pass. So Sony might be losing its grip there. But until they fully lose their grip there, they're not going to respond with force like we've seen uh, Xbox do here.
0: Tom Tom is in the chat. He says they have no force. (laughs) Hashtag free Tom. Oh, Garrett just uh, left, so Garrett that we can we can up. invite Tom. <laughs> uh, uh, Bucky Blue says, "I don't think Sony needs to respond. I feel like if they did, it would come across as them taking an L, no matter what they say. I think the best move is to continue doing their own thing, and I kind of agree with that. You look at Nintendo; they don't, they're not part of this acquisition war nonsense. They're over there doing their own they're thing. Chilling, and yeah. the Switch has sold like a hundred and." 15 million units or something and animal crossing it's 50 million. Everyone loves that game. I don't get it. What is wrong with you people? But you know, uh, I I think if Sony went that route, they'd be completely content. They'd still sell gangbusters of consoles. They still have their exclusives. Everyone buys the console for just like Nintendo. I I don't think that they really feel the need to participate. And even if it's just the
1: casual audience that they would sort of lose grip on. If Call of yeah. Duty becomes exclusive.
0: Yeah, well, I think Call of Duty is coming to Game Pass, no matter what. For sure. For sure, and I yeah. think that is going to sway a lot of people, maybe that were looking to get PS5s or even have a PS5. Like, hey, I'm going to go get an Xbox because I really only play Call of Duty. You're telling me I don't have to pay $70 every year. I could just get it for free. I'm going to I'm a, head over there. There's so many P- people that just got, got a console for Call of Duty and FIFA. Those those gamers are gonna migrate, a lot of them. I guarantee it. Oh, guys, we're not done with this story yet. Never done. Oh my god. Part whatever, part 28. <laughs> Hidden in this announcement is that Game Pass has surpassed more than 25 million subscribers. And I think I made a bet with someone, I think it might have been Amon that or no, it was was it Tom? I made a bet with someone. I don't have to listen it to did me. Was it that I, I was like when that, uh, the CEO of, uh, take two said 30, I was like, I think they got 30. Uh, they don't got 30. So I was wrong. I don't remember what mm. I bet. Uh, but I was wrong. They got 25, but this is incredible growth. Um, it's not, you know, I've heard some people being like, I expected more or like, I thought it would be higher than this, but The last announced number was 18 and it's 7 million more than that. So uh, Ethan, I'm going to throw it over you. What what do you think in uh, game pass uh, 25 million? Yeah, it's obviously incredible
3: and it makes sense. I mean, at this point, if you own an Xbox and don't have a game pass subscription, you're absolutely insane. I don't see any reason not to have a game pass subscription at this point. Um, And you know, I think we're going to see even more growth out of this, especially with this new acquisition. You're going to get a lot more people picking up Game Pass. Um, and then just the fact that you can get Game Pass for PC and not even own an Xbox and still be a part of the Xbox ecosystem. That's another big part. Um, and that I kind, of, I kind of want to backtrack to Sony responding. Uh, if anything comes out of this and, and these numbers and this deal, uh, I think Sony might want to try and change its business strategy with Spartacus. I think... I, so we'll, no we'll t- we're gonna talk about spark we are gonna for, talk about it. next
0: okay. next story next story <laughs> i specific i know what you're gonna say t- i specifically yeah. didn't say it because i was like we're gonna get there <laughs> we're, we're gonna get there but
3: but yeah I, I i foresee this number growing exponentially it's gonna grow a lot the more xboxes go out the more game pass subscribers you're gonna have it's it's not gonna stop it really isn't because it, it's just the best value in gaming it really is mm-hmm.
0: uh Aman, 25 million game pass subs what are you thinking
1: I think the growth slowed down a bit. Last year we had like um uh, this time last year we had around 18 million, right? Uh that was September last year, I believe. Oh, September. Okay then. Yeah, never mind. It's doing well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Garrett, what are you thinking? You're muted.
2: Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's about time. Uh I actually like I was hoping a little bit that you were right too
0: Uh, that's something
2: that would be like 35 million subscribers but no but still that's a staggering number i'm wondering if it's concurrent uh people like people every month they're solidly hitting the 25 million or if it's uh like peak because that could be a big difference
0: Mm -hmm. i'm not sure they they're never gonna tell us that i guarantee yeah that
2: yeah we're never gonna know that fact but uh it's still a pretty staggering number that's that's a jaw-dropping number from uh, even the $1 000, 000 or $1 a month thing all the way up to, like, the $15, mm-hmm. let alone area differences. Yeah. But that, that's a lot of money every month.
0: <laughs> well, uh, that's a good point you bring up. Because with the acquisition of Activision Blizzard, do we think Game Pass has got to go up? Like, they just spent $70 billion. Personally, for me, I think it will go up eventually, maybe like a dollar every so, every couple of years. But that is a long way away. 2024 at the earliest, I think, is when we see a dollar increase because I think it would be a bad look. I, don't, I think they're still trying to grow that number. I think we've heard 50 million is their target. So they're about halfway there. And I don't think they're going to raise the price before they hit that target. I, I think it would push consumers sure. away. Um, yeah, I, I think we do see it eventually. I think it's inevitable, especially if they keep adding content and buying publishers, but I don't think it's anytime soon. Well, what, what about you, Ethan?
3: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think eventually it's going to go to like 1999. That's probably the, the still natural a progression steal. of it. It's still a steal. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, I remember when game pass first came out and a lot of people in the community were like, how is this profitable? How does this work? But we've seen it every year uh phil spencer is touting this saying this is the future for us i mean it, that tells me all i need to know that this is a profitable system for them it's profitable for the developers it's profitable for the publishers and xbox so uh, i don't see it going up crazy but uh you know i it probably an extra five bucks I, eventually as they start acquiring more studios which you know this is not the end so
1: mm-hmm. i'm on Yep, I think even twenty five dollars makes it totally worth it. Thirty dollars as well.
0: Mm, thirty dollars a push, man. Thirty dollars a month is oh, a no, lot of money.
1: On. I mean, the amount of games you are getting, especially if Activision gets included, thirty dollars would be worth. Yeah, it. Yeah, but
3: when you don't have to pay sixty or seventy bucks every month for a new game, you know that's what I'm. That's the big deal here.
0: <laughs> Listen, exactly. If if it gets to thirty dollars a month, I'm uh, I'm up in that Patreon pledge. You're gonna have to pay me a little more <laughs> to play play Game Pass games. That's all I'm saying. Um, crazy Lou, you know, when I first saw Alpaca Tom, I thought he was this famous YouTuber, the one who sings Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. I, <laughs> I
2: could actually see that, you know? Wow. What yeah. a
0: throwback. <laughs> oh my god.
2: I could see it. I oh could god. see it. Now we gotta fake it. I going to look <laughs> this up now.
1: Tom, Tom, Tom. Tom please make a video of you singing chocolate oh
3: my
0: god <laughs> look at this that would be dope oh thank you crazy lou for uh breaking up some of the uh i'm gonna send a picture of it the to news Discord for sure wow yeah oh bucky blue says deal lol to my uh paying more ethan how you feel about that she's just gonna <laughs> depends on how much you up it buddy <laughs> just <gonna say> that. <laughs> All right, guys, Uh, I think it's time to move on to story number two, which, spoiler alert, more quotes from Phil Spencer, because he has recently commented on PlayStation's rumored Game Pass competitor, codenamed Spartacus. Speaking to IGN's Ryan McCaffrey, he stated, when I hear others doing things like Game Pass or coming to PC, it makes sense to me because I think that's the right answer. I don't really look at it as validation. I actually, when I'm talking to our teams, I talk about it as an inevitability. So for us, we continue to innovate, continue to compete because the things that we're doing might be advantages that we have in the market today, but they're just based on us going first, not that we've created something that no one else can go create. I like it because it feeds our energy and what are the next things that we should be working on as we continue to build out the things that we've done in the past. Because I think the right answer is to ship great games, ship them on PC, ship them on console, ship them on cloud, make them available day one in the subscription, and I expect that's what our competitor will do. I wanted to talk about this specifically for that last line. Phil Spencer thinks PlayStation is going to give you day one games into their Game Pass competitor. And Ethan, you look like you're chomping at the bits. So what are your thoughts?
3: So first of all, what a great mindset by Phil Spencer and the dev teams to be like, yeah, we're doing it right. And we know other people are going to do it the same way. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't slow down. Don't think that we're at the king of the hill right now. And how can we do it better? And how can we do it better? How can we continue to innovate? That's an incredible way to look at it. Um, in terms of Spartacus, um, when I first heard about Spartacus and, you know the the eventuality that playstation will have some sort of subscription service playstation just doesn't seem like the type of company that would release its first party ips day and date on a subscription service i i I look at that and i said that's crazy i don't think playstation would ever do that because they they like to build themselves as a premium gaming experience their ips are too good for something like that when i look at playstation uh with all of this value coming in and with, uh, with people flocking to Xbox and all these IPs being able to be released day and date on Game Pass, I think this forces Sony to make some concessions to what it wants to do. I think they have to release some first-party IPs onto their subscription service. I absolutely think they do. Uh, you have to have a God of War Ragnarok on uh, on Spartacus to make it worth the the 15 bucks that you're going to charge people a month you have to put on uh horizon uh what is the new one not zero dawn but something west forbidden west forbidden west yeah you have to put a horizon forbidden west on game pass or on a spartacus day and date to make it worth paying the 15 bucks because i think people are going to look at the value at xbox say i can pay 15 bucks and get 60 games a year for free not counting the subscription but basically for free when I pay fifteen dollars a month, or I can go to Project Spartacus and just play a bunch of old games, you know, and have to wait six months for these new IPs to drop on it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they have to do something
0: for sure. Uh, Aman, what are you what are you thinking? Project Spartacus. Uh, you think PlayStation's got to shift their focus and include day one games
1: like Phil thinks? I highly doubt that's going to happen any time in the near future. Um, PlayStation games again—they cost a fortune to make. God of War costs like 300 million. Um, the Last of Us Part Two cost nearly 500 million, and um, PlayStation does not have the deep pocket Microsoft has. So, def- I don't think they would profit off from it. Uh, even Jim Ryan st- has stated in multiple to- multiple to of times that I don't think Game Pass is uh, profitable. So, yeah, definitely not in any in the near future. Maybe later down the line, but right now, hell no.
0: What about you, Garrett? We got two sides of the coin here. You're gonna be the tiebreaker.
2: Oh, it's impossible, man. Like their business model, they can't do it. They create single player, like pay 80, whatever your localized cost is for a game. Mm -hmm. Hundred twenty in Australia. (laughs) Yeah, for like what a forty hour experience, if that. Yeah, that's and that's pushing it at times. Like it's their business model. No. Th- that would just be putting all the nails in their coffin simultaneously if they switched up their business model dramatically somehow, but then that would be PlayStation really losing their essence. I think we're going to start to see a trend over the next five years as like I was saying in our chat before Nintendo five, 10 years ago is just uh, seen sort of as the company that was starting to show its age with the cool innovative consoles. Mm-hmm. I think 10, 15 years from now when we all got a flash stick in the back of our TVs and we're in some Microsoft metaverse, you'd be like, hey, do you guys remember PlayStation? Those guys who did the crazy single-player experiences? Yeah. They just couldn't adapt with the times, huh? Nope.
0: And then back on oh, with the goggles.
2: <laughs>
0: that might be the hottest take out of this uh, No, this I, th- I, think that's,
2: I think that's it. I think they just they have the time or they have the chance to adapt but they would be hurting their own self-image enough that they wouldn't be PlayStation anymore. Wow. If that makes any sense. Because uh, they, I... they would have to change up their pace completely. Like I know all of it. Their own I... fans would hate everything that they've been saying about themselves for the last three years.
0: So I know King over on the Iron Lords podcast always jokes that uh, Sony's the best software company he knows, and that they're gonna they're gonna start <laughs> making software and get out of the console game. Yes. Um,
2: that that's I, I, fine, but I just don't think they have like the, the. It's not Xbox that rented Azure off of PlayStation.
0: I, was, I hear we. I'll put doing. it that way. I it, can't
2: they're they're in a single player experience league while we're moving into something more flushed out it's... I
0: can't see a world where PlayStation Xbox and Nintendo don't all exist but I guarantee you Oh no you I, I'll guarantee
2: you that they you exist would... but just not in the same capacity Oh well I PlayStation think will still be limited be. to the family room while Xbox would be damn near every room of your house
1: <laughs> I think I think in the next Few decades Xbox console is going to cease to exist. Mm. I hope not. I hope console. Spencer to has to said that
3: he's dedicated to continuing yeah, hardware.
1: Yeah, so but he's not going to be there. Yeah, I think the years. hardware,
2: what it plugs into, might change. Yeah, uh, I, I think gonna they're gonna the at least way.
3: make some consoles for people like us. That, yeah, you I know, think. I feel like the vast majority of mm-hmm. people in the gaming industry don't
0: want to see yeah. a, a fire stick type of deal I've, I've I said it but. before cloud gaming will never be a better alternative. You can use oh, no, many, no, many not cloud as gaming. As not cloud I'm gaming. not saying
2: cloud for gaming, five, I'm saying that it'll plug into like a VR headset instead of the TV. Oh, I
0: hope not, man. No, 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 this no is not even
1: that. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying game pass will be available on both Nintendo and PlayStation. Why would you buy? an Xbox if you can just buy a PlayStation and experience PlayStation exclusive and Xbox exclusives that's what I was. That's what see, I see. I would.
0: I would rather have the opposite. I would rather buy an Xbox and have PlayStation, Nintendo games <laughs> on my Xbox. You guys are acting up. None of this is yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. no. no I, 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 come, come on. Man, I love I the would, conspiracy yeah, would, theory would, yeah. corner. Y'all,
3: y'all are acting up, right? No. Now. I might <laughs> yeah, like have like his story
2: around the fire thing, but we got a conspiracy <laughs> corner for Garrett. What's up, boys? Yeah.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I cannot see a future where all three don't exist. I'm sure people said the same thing about Sega back in the day when they were making consoles. Yeah but I, I think it's
2: just not in the same capacity of whatever the it, current big thing. I
0: is. I think consoles from these three are here to stay for the, for, for the foreseeable future, unless some calamity happens, but excuse me. Um, in terms of Spartacus, I, I get what you're all saying. It doesn't fit their business model. I think the, the mission changes. It always does. Uh, i love it yes (laughs) because i think before tuesday they were like we don't need to give day one games i think after activision blizzard gets acquired they're like we need to figure out a way to give day one games does that mean that every game launches for free into spartacus or whatever it's going to be called um i don't know i i i talked to court lalonde about this over from xbox a um I've seen, I've seen some other people bring this up. What if they went the Disney Plus route? What if they offer their first party game day and date, but for like $30? If you're subscribed to their subscription service, you pay the $30 just like you would a, a Disney Plus movie, and you get the game You as part of the subscription. You don't own it, but you can play it. That's... That is where I think is a win-win, where they still get to say day one on whatever their subscription service is, but they also get to make money. They don't get the seventy dollars, but they have the subscription fee plus the thirty or whatever dollars on top of that. That, to me, makes the most logical sense of how everyone comes out of this looking the same or looking good, and it's a win. It's a win for the consumer because consumers don't want to pay the $70. There right. will be people that do because they're the people that are like, I want to play on discs or I want to own the game, yeah. um, which I personally don't care. Once I play it, it I'm done with it. Like goodbye. Um, So I, that's what I hope happens. So I, I, I think,
3: think that's a good value for PlayStation players who are already in that PlayStation ecosystem. I think that'd be great for them. But from the perspective of someone on the outside looking in, deciding someone who's not really loyal to any of these consoles deciding whether they want xbox or a playstation even if you have those deals with playstation i don't see how they could possibly market it as the same or better deal than game pass i mean you're looking at game pass day and date releases for first party titles on both pc and console and cloud and they look at playstation it's like hey pay an extra 30 bucks and you can play it on ps5 only Like I just,
0: it's it's hard to market that. Well, it really is. That that there, I think that's a good point. I think it would have to be available to stream at least on PC. You at least can stream it on PC because PS Now is available on PC right now. You Mm -hmm. can stream PS Now. We know that Sony has told retailers stop selling PS Now cards. So whatever, whatever this new service, it's coming. PS Now is going to die soon. PS Plus whatever subscription service is going to come. They need to make everything downloadable on the console, but they also need to improve the catalog for one, because PS now is an awful catalog. I know I've seen people argue with me. It's it's a bad catalog I have for three months. It's not worth the $10 a month for yeah. sure. Combining it with PS and like plus the, making the, the catalog better.
1: Don't even stay there for that long.
0: No, there's a few in there, but they're ones that are on the PlayStation collection. So if you have a PS5, you get them free if you have PS Plus. Mm-hmm. You no, know, like Horizon
1: and... came on there for like three months and then it left. Like why? Yeah. The last one came of on
0: there for like three months.
1: Yeah. Like, what was the point of that? At least have your exclusive stay on there for
0: No, I, I I definitely think PlayStation, as I said in the chat, their rumored tier system where they're like you can get back compat for the tier three, whatever they were gonna the the highest cost, they need to sit down, take a good hard look about like what can we afford to do what makes sense and for me this this offering the game at a premium subscription model like that that makes sense to me um but we'll wait we'll wait and see it's it's coming very soon um all right guys anything else on spartacus before we uh we move on not for me All right. Shows winding down. It's been a, it's been a long one. It's been a good one. We appreciate everyone in the chat showing up, hanging out. Um, like I said, make sure to like, share, subscribe. We appreciate all of you. If you want to support us more, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash project X talk. And now I'm done shilling, uh, story, story number three. Uh, and our last story for the day, uh, is just game pass update. We're We've, we've had two heavy topics, so we're going to keep it light uh, with your second Game Pass update for January. As we do twice a month here, we let you know what games are coming to Xbox Game Pass, so you can plan your gaming accordingly. Xbox Game Pass saw Danganronpa trigger Happy Havoc Anniversary Edition Shadow Dropped into it Monday night for Cloud Console PC. Nobody Saves the World, the newest game from Drinkbox, the Guacamelee developers, and which I highly recommend, as does most of this panel um, is now available on cloud console and pc that is an xbox exclusive go support it it's fantastic Uh, available today january 20th um, is death's door for cloud console and pc also another amazing game probably the best indie game last year Um, go support that one as well I, i literally play these games uh to also today hitman trilogy for cloud console and pc man eating good eating good rainbow six extraction for cloud console pc rainbow six siege for pc go play extraction it's way more fun than you think it is trust me wind jammers 2 for cloud console and pc paparazzi for cloud console and pc (laughs) and on january 27th taiko no taj the drum master for console and pc guys i'm gonna throw us out there right now i've already i've sang the praises of nobody saves the world Death door but i'm gonna jump into paparazzi i'm gonna take some <laughs> pictures of dogs that game looks adorable that's an easy thousand gamer score that's why I you're i hope playing so it. man i hope you're trying so. to you're trying to get yeah, ahead of me this gamer score that's is. what you're doing you're trying oh, to get i competing,
2: competing again
3: Oh,
0: I'm competing. Ethan's, Ethan's killing me, right? I'm, I'm second. I'm what are second. you at? Uh, Think about four thousand this month. Yeah, right? you're like four thousand something. You're four thousand. Wow. Yeah, you're like a yeah. thousand ahead of me. Probably okay. more now. And okay. then Mr. Boomstick okay. is always right behind me. I can't. I can't get. Uh, but yeah, Paparazzi is a game where you take pictures of dogs doing things, sleeping, doing tricks on skateboards. Uh, it looks adorable. I'm gonna play the hell out of it. Any of these games uh, that isn't Nobody Saves the World, <laughs> speaking to you, uh, Ethan. I, I mean,
3: like I said at the top of the show, Extraction. Um, yeah. I I went into it skeptical. I'm not a huge Siege fan. Um, and I was like, eh, it's just going to be another Ubisoft, FPS, whatever. Uh, I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Just give it a shot. I, it's probably not going to be for everybody. There's no PvP. It's PvE all the way, three-man teams going in and then killing aliens and finding nests and doing different objectives like i said i really like the uh the operator mechanic that they have with their health and how they can go mia so i definitely recommend at least jumping into siege or not siege uh extraction and playing a couple matches just to check it out i think you'll you'll
0: be pleasantly surprised by it aman any of these speaking to you I i know there's a
1: hitman i know you love hitman (laughs) <laughs> um, well, um, since you guys have praised Nobody Saves the World, I'll probably check that out Over mm-hmm. the weekend uh, for, for sure, sure. that's door, amazing game It was in my top 10 for last year Hitman, mm-hmm. fuck that series uh, Thank god IO Interactive is moving on <laughs> God, you're wrong <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, that's up, So,
0: Oh, no paparazzi for you, huh? I see More of a cat person
1: Yeah <laughs>
0: oh God. uh garrett what do you uh, what are you look at making of this list
2: all but paparazzi
0: what is wrong with you
2: <laughs> maybe if i get in the competitive spirit for gamer score like maybe i'll just start like hard on february 1st <laughs> just like paparazzi done thousand gamers yeah. day one <laughs> just, like Garrett's just like playing again
0: I think there's like 12 like, achievements or something. And like one of them is like, take 10 pictures of a oh, dog you, with their oh, eye you closed. It up. Oh, yeah, man. Okay. I was on True Achievements. I was looking. I was like, what am I going to have to do to get this?
2: Are we going to have like a, we should have like an official month where we compete every year. Because I think it was around this time where we yeah, and called a mom every month. Went at it last year. No, it's I, not every I, month. I called it's every month. Complete. And I'm beating I, y'all's asses yeah. every month. Because <laughs> like, I, I, I remember there was a month I had
0: like a collection. You did beat us one month
2: but then yeah. like there was a month that I tried like, oh, and I tripled you
3: <laughs> also I do not want this segment to end with the only thing being said about Hitman is some negative shit so this most recent <laughs> Hitman trilogy is absolutely incredible if you have not played the Hitman trilogy go play it it's one of the greatest stealth games of all time especially Hitman 3 it was an absolute masterpiece <laughs> Amon is just flat out <laughs> wrong about this opinion go play Hitman trilogy it's so freaking good Go play death's
1: door instead. Go play death's door instead. I mean, go play, play Death. Wars, too. That's instead. also incredible.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. I yeah, I mean, listen, for me, I I would play Nobody Saves the World at Death's Door before Hitman, uh, and paparazzi, but that's just me. <laughs> Crazy hey, Lou says, if the dog poops, I am in hell yeah. <laughs> nice. That's the energy I'm looking for, Lou. Thank you. We're gonna have to have you on the show one, one of these days. Uh, I know you have your own xbox podcast um xbox international so shout out you thanks for coming by uh we'll definitely have to have you on sometime guys that's all the news i got for this week uh and by that i mean we've gone almost two hours so (laughs) good show um anyone else have anything to say before we wrap this bad boy up if you guys want to
2: play extraction with me and ethan i think we got one more space after this
0: all right well if you want to if they want to play extraction with you, where can they find you, Garrett?
2: They could find me at Way1G on Xbox. I know most people are going to say, it's like, is it WayWarnG? No, it's just WayWarnG, and uh, same thing on Twitter.
0: Ethan, where can they find you?
3: They can find me on Twitter at WhiteSeaDeer1 and on Xbox at Gravy3448.
0: And Amon, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Amon underscore M05.
0: You can find me at the Muffinmon. It's a one instead of an I and an O instead of an A. Uh, we can play some games together, although I tend to usually play some single-player games like Paparazzi, so you can watch me play some games. Um, make sure to like, share, subscribe, like I've said multiple times. We really do appreciate it, guys. Uh, thank you so much. This has actually been probably our biggest stream that we've ever done uh, in terms of viewership. I love the community coming out for this, uh, chatting with us. We love having you guys here. So, uh, make sure to turn in, uh, tune in, not turn in, tune in next Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be back live, Uh, but we have content going up every day of the week. Uh, Game pass and reviews, uh, top five lists, video essays, whatever we're feeling, we have content for you. So make sure you're you're subscribed to get all that. We will see you next time. We appreciate it. Goodbye.
3: Peace.
2: Peace out.